everybody, and welcome to Casa Grande Chats, a podcast dedicated to the Loud House spinoff series, The Casa Grandes. And I'm your host, Sunny, and welcome to episode 5 of Casa Grande Chats, or as I'm calling it for this episode, a new little segment I'm introducing to the podcast, which is the Casa Minisodes. Because basically, this episode of Casa Grande Chats is going to be pretty short. I mean, not short where it's like it's going to be a short episode, but more the point where I don't have a main topic for this episode of the Casa Grande Chats because there's no main topic, there's no big thing that came out during these coming weeks that I can talk about that would be a big feature for this podcast, but there is a lot of stuff to talk about that's mainly focused on news. So this episode is kind of just going to be focused on the news evolving around the Loud House universe with the main show and the spinoff because, again, a lot of stuff was announced when I was gone because, of course, I took a break for school. And with the Casagrandes right around the corner with that and also the new Loud House special coming out as well on, the, on that day, there's a lot of buzz going around with the Casagrandes and of course with the Loud House and a lot of other stuff in between that. So we're going to get started here with some Casa News. Hey, it's me, Ronnie Ann. If you like the Louds, come meet my family. My mom, my brother, Abuelo, Abuela, Theo Carlos, Tia Frida, my cousins Carlota, CJ, Carl, and Carlitos, and our pet Sergio and Lalo. We are the Casa Grandes. So before we get to the Casa Grande news, we get to jump over to the Loud House for a little bit. And there was some Loud House news that came out while I was gone. Actually, some episodes were announced when I was gone. So we actually knew about the Lori and Lana episode the last time I talked about it on episode 4 with my good friend Ryan. And this time, we actually found out some other new episodes that are coming out. I believe they're coming out October 19th and the 26th from Candy Randy Juniverse on Twitter, who was the first one to post about these a while back, uh, which was announced on October 3rd. So the episodes premiering on the 19th are Tales of Woe and Last Aloud on Earth, and here are the synopsis for those two episodes. Tales of Woe. When Stella's music box disappears at school, the gang immediately suspects a student urban legend known as the Rat Beast. So, we're getting a Stella episode! (laughs) Wow, I I did not expect that to happen at all like I, th- that's a, that's amazing to me that they're actually going to give us a Stella focused episode now I don't think it's going to be a focused episode on her mainly but she's kind of like the well, the thing that drives the plot with the main crew going after her music box and I think this will be a nice way to actually develop Stella as a character because so far in the show Stella's really always been like I kind of say the replacement for Ronnie and if she was staying in Royal Woods, but I'm saying Stella right now has just kind of been the girl of the group, you know, she's kind of been like the yes man sort of from what her episode, like the episode she's appeared in. I'm really glad that Stella stayed as a permanent character, you know, like they haven't, they didn't write her off as to be Stella, so they didn't make her a background character, no, she's actually a permanent member of the group and she's been, you know, in predictability and antique off and been some of the comics, so it's really nice to see that Stella is now a permanent member of the group and is contributing to Lincoln's gang and now she's actually going to be like part of the plot of an episode. So it'll be really nice to actually have another episode about Lincoln's crew with Stella included now. Because again, like she's only been like 
kind of in the back somewhere. But again, it's really nice that they're actually giving her a chance to shine a bit. You know, I'm very excited for this, actually, because, again, a Stella episode. I never thought that we would get focused on Stella, but here we are in season four. We're actually getting focused on Stella. And again, she is staying because we did see from a clip from one of the ca uh, one of the crew members a while back that there's an upcoming episode with her and the gang in some... Thing. I, I actually don't remember. I know she was interacting with like a kid in a wheelchair or something. I don't actually remember the clip. If someone can refresh my memory on that, please do. Uh, but yeah, I remember that. So Stella, of course, is a permanent member of the group now, which is great. So I, I really hope to see what she can contribute to the group because, again, in the comics, Stella is claimed to be a tech wizard. So I actually like to see maybe she kind of helps out here by trying to help them catch the rat beast. Um, and then we have Last Loud on Earth. After a night of zombie movies, Clyde and Lincoln find an empty loud house to assume it's a zombie apocalypse. So when I first heard about this episode and saw the description, I was like, so this is One Flew Over the Loud House 2.0, basically. Because, like, it's, it's about the zombie apocalypse. I remember in One Flew Over the Loud House, when all the sisters got sick, Lincoln claimed it to be a zombie apocalypse. So... Basically, that's what it's going to be. Although, from what I saw of the, um, the, the kind of tiny clip we got in one of those promos for the Halloween episodes of Nickelodeon shows, they did show a bunch of zombies. So I don't know whether that's from the movie that they're watching. Because, oh wait, it's from the movie they're watching because they're watching zombie movies. Never mind. I take that back. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's, I think it's definitely going to be a follow-up to One Flew Over the Loud House. Because once Lincoln sees all his, all his sisters have been zombified, he's basically going to be like, oh, It's a zombie apocalypse again. Oh no. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it, it, of course it's a clinking episode. Naturally, we're going to get a whole bunch of those this season. We're going to get triple the clinking, you know? We had clinking, you know, we had West Recipe for Disaster. And, of course, we're having the episode on Monday, which is King of the Cons, which, again, is a clinking episode. Although, from what I heard from the actual synopsis of the episode, because we didn't actually know anything about the episode, really, and we still don't know what's going to happen in the episode, we actually kind of know that the sisters are going to get more attention than Lincoln and Clyde. So my guess for the episode is that once everybody sees the sisters in their costumes are so, like, you know, mesmerized by them and just don't really care about Lincoln and Clyde, that's why they're doing the little, like, uh, capture the, the cat to try to cause trouble so they can get attention. Uh, but I basically, a lot of people, well, me, and a lot of people have thought that maybe this is a satire of the fandom parody, where it's, like, this, the, the fandom people who actually like the sisters more than Lincoln and Clyde. So they, they kind of poke fun at that. That'll be kind of interesting. But, you know, because, again, they're going to a convention. So I think it'll be kind of funny to actually poke fun at fandom tropes, you know? Like, we had fandom pains, but I feel like fandom pains was a wasted potential because they really did not poke fun at the fandom life. They they kind of parodied it a little bit, but it wasn't really like, where it was like, oh, haha, that's actually really funny. Where I think now that they're going to a convention and they're saying, oh, like, the the, the sisters are getting more attention than, than, the, than, the, than the guys, I feel like that's more of a parody of the actual fandom. I think the one time the show's actually ever called out the fandom was a Be Stella in My Heart where they, you know, when Stella's the first person to ask Lincoln to hang out with her, Rusty says, oh, it's always Lincoln. Like, yeah, it's always Lincoln, you know? So yeah, that was always just funny to me. But I think this will be a good opportunity for that. I'm still curious as to how the episode's going to play down. Because, again, we have we have seen, like, a lot... We've seen a lot of promos, no doubt. Like, Nickelodeon's been hyping 
so much of the show of the shows, man. Like there's so many promos out there for the King of the Cons and even the Casagrandes. I feel like I could just put all these promos together and just make the entire episodes and we're done. You know, like this reminds me of last year when Gears for Fears came out. Like I remember all of the hype for Gears for Fears. I mean, like I remember all the promos. That entire episode got spoiled, like, the moment those promos came out. Like, I remember thinking, like, I have no idea what's going to happen this episode, thinking one thing, but it happened to be the other in the actual episode. But then, like, once all these promos came out, I was like, I've seen the entire episode already, you know? So, with King of the Cons, I feel like I have seen, I kind of have seen the whole episode, but not really. I'm really curious as to how Lincoln and Cloud are going to, you know, pull off this little heist they're doing, because it's King of the Con, it's a con, so it's kind of like a, a... joke on that or like just pulling a little like heist kind of like a crime scene thing so you know to get attention which I think is kind of funny you know it's, I think it's still a kind of a, a little a, a, a little jab at the fans who think that the sisters are buried in Lincoln and Clyde but that's more like me but yeah um but back to uh I, I just did a little rant there I apologize but back to last loud on earth I again I I'm generally excited for this episode because it is a Clink in the Cloud episode. I do like Clinkin as much as people complain about them having too many episodes, and I'm also one of those people, I'm not going to lie. Um, I really am curious about this episode, and again, if it's going to just, like, be a sequel to to One Floor with the Loud House, and maybe we'll have, like, a dramatic scene where Lincoln is, like, the last Loud to stand. Like, obviously, it's called the last Loud on Earth. But I mean, like, once he's the one that goes down, like, Clyde is holding him dramatically in his arms, and it just, he just goes, no! the face of black and you're just like wait what happened they're all fine <laughs> you know like it, i just want them to really like do the satire of zombie movies or like 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 apocalypse movies like the one the, like you know the character who's the last person there i feel like it's gonna be clyde you know clyde's gonna be the last one like in one flu where he was taking care of all the siblings so with this one it'll be him like holding like lincoln's like you know, body as he's about to faint and to be sick or something. I don't know. Like, that's more my dream of that. I don't think they're going to go too far with that, but that would be kind of funny. Yet they did kind of like a fun little stab, a fun little jab at zombie movies. I haven't really seen a lot of zombie movies. I'm not a big horror fan. Like, I kind of am, but not really. I'm not, I'm not a fan of scary movies. Um, I haven't seen a lot of apocalypse movies, but, you know... Once I see the actual episode, they do, like, make some little parodies or little jabs of those kind of um, tropes. I feel like I'll understand it. Um, and another thing, actually, to before I get to the Casa Grande episodes that were announced. Uh, <laughs> um, remember on episode three when I said, oh, uh, since the Casa Grande's are premiering on Saturdays, they want to kind of push them away from the Loud House premieres? I was wrong. <laughs> I was absolutely wrong because apparently, you know, the Casagrandes are premiering on Saturday, on Saturday mornings after the premiere, their official premiere on Monday with the Loud House kick at the cons. The Loud House is moving to the Saturdays too, right before the Casagrandes. Um, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I was like, I was shocked, but I also wasn't shocked because I'm like, oh, so they actually are deciding to pair the Loud House with the Casa Grandes to have the Loud House premiere before the Casa Grandes to jump into it. I figured that, but when I saw that they, pre- they were going to premiere on Saturdays, I was like, oh, well that means the Loud House is going to have a bomb setting again like the last time. Nope. <laughs> they're doing like the whole like thing with the Casa Grandes where they're premiering two episodes of the Loud House and two episodes of the Casa Grandes back to back, which I think, honestly, 
is the greatest thing ever now. Because I thought that, like, oh, well, since I'm in school, they're going to have the bomb, and I'm going to miss it, it's going to be at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, I have class then. Nope. <laughs> they're actually premiering them right after the Casagrande's premiere, which I think is honestly the smartest idea they've ever done. Again, I like I said, I'm not, I don't care about the ratings. I don't think the ratings are really going to matter because, again, it really doesn't matter to me. I mean, I know a lot of people are like, oh, the ratings matter, but they really don't, you know? Like, obviously, The Loud House and The Casagrande's are super duper popular. They're doing super well. And I think with Saturday mornings, Kids love the the show. They love both of the shows in the in the universe. So I think they're gonna wake up on Saturday mornings. And again, I won't have to miss it because of school. I think that's the best decision they have ever made. Honestly, I remember when they tried this back in twenty seventeen with the Legends episode. They premiered that on a Saturday because I remember I was living on campus at my old college during that time. And I remember like it was a Heavy Danger episode, then Legends because the two uh, characters on the two main guys on uh, Heavy Danger had a guest star on the Loud House in Legends. Um, so I remember like getting pizza on campus, walking back from there to walk back to my room to watch the episode on Saturday. That was crazy to me because I don't think they've ever done that before. Although they actually did try the Friday premieres uh, back in 2018. Yes, when they did like a bunch of those episodes. I think there was like White Hair, City Slickers, Ready read her right. Some of the earlier season three episodes they tried on the Friday and they didn't like that, so they went to the bomb setting. Um, but now they're going back to doing it on Saturdays and just doing two episodes per week, which I think is honestly a better idea. Um, although it is kind of funny how with the Loud House they have doing the, they they have been doing this bomb setting for a long time. But like to jump into like my other fandom now with Tangled, they're doing the bomb thing for that. And same thing with Amphibia, they did the whole bomb thing for that. It's so weird how Nickelodeon's like, we're not going to do the bomb anymore, but Disney's like, yeah, we're totally doing the bomb thing. <laughs> I, the, the networks really don't know what works and what doesn't work. I think, honestly, the bomb thing just doesn't work because people are so confused about when episodes come out. So I think with this, obviously, now that The Loud House and The Castle Grinders are both premiering on Saturdays, as by week, I think it's I think it's honestly just perfect, you know. With the bombs, it's like, wait, there were five episodes of The Loud House? How was I supposed to know that? <laughs> Where it's like, oh, they're premiering two episodes on Saturdays with the Casa Grandes. That's perfect, you know. So, yeah, so The Loud House is moving to Saturdays with the Casa Grandes, so that is perfectly great. Like, I absolutely love that. Like, again, I was... I was kind of thinking they were going to push the Casa Grandes away from the Loud House, but I'm glad they're not. They're, they're deciding to keep those two entities together, which is honestly the thing I was thinking about, but I really didn't know they were going to go with it. I guess they decided to change it, which I think, again, it's a good idea. You know, kids don't have school. I don't have school. So I think it's, you know, going through a stressful week of work from college. It's nice to get up on Saturday mornings, just watch some TLH and enjoy my day, you know, and some Casa G's, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, um, so those are the two Loud House episodes that were announced. There's no other Loud House episodes. I don't think those were announced. Let me just look here on my list here. No. So, we're going to talk about the Casa Grande episodes that were announced, which we already knew about, which were the two Halloween-esque episodes. One is the Dales and Wetchels episode, and the one is the Halloween-esque episode. Look at my source here at LeafLoud YouTube on Instagram, who put up some nice descriptions of the upcoming episodes of TLH and the Casa Grandes. Because I completely forgot I had my source for the episodes, uh, but they did not put the plot out yet until later on. So, here's the plot for Croaked. 
Roddy and Sid teach Adelaide about the Day of the Dead to help her get over the death of her frog. So, am I gonna cry? <laughs> am I gonna cry this episode? I know Miguel talked about this episode. He was like, oh, it's funny, it's sad. I'm like, Miguel, Miguel, you can't make me cry, man. You can't make me cry. <laughs> I'm not ready to cry, man. Uh-uh, no, I don't I don't think I'm ready for this. Like, it's, I think it's kind of, it's, it's a really cute idea, honestly, with, with Ronnie and Sid trying to help Adelaide get through this situation of her losing her frog. They're touching on death again. You know, I, I that's crazy to me that again, like we had um the Grave Mistake episode where they had Ricky the Rooster die basically, and so now they're having. Is it always animals are gonna die in the show? Is that just a habit of the show? It's gonna have animals die. Uh, I don't know, but um, I think it's really cute that Adelaide has this pet frog and it's gonna die, and Ronnie and Sid have to teach her how to get over that. I think it's a really interesting parallel between her. And, like, Lana? Like, maybe if, if they ever had a crossover episode with the Casagrandes and Loud House again, if Adelaide ever met Lana, they could bond over that. Maybe Lana would actually let her play with, with Hops, you know? That'd be really cute. Or maybe Lana knows, like, where Adelaide can get a frog of her own or something. But, um, man, I just, I just can't wait to see this. I, I, I already imagine, like, Adelaide, once she realizes that her frog is basically dead... She starts tearing up and crying, and then like Adel, well, no, and then like Ronnie and Sid come over and start to hug her, and they're all crying, and I'm just gonna break down and cry, honestly. Like I, I'm not prepared for this episode, man. Like from just the plot of it, like just hearing the plot, I think it's gonna make us all cry. Like I, I, I there have been episodes of TLH that have kind of made me emotional, but not actually made me tear up and cry, really. But this episode, man, I feel like it's gonna make me break. I just know that for sure. Like I. I don't think I'm ready for this. I don't know if I'm ready for this, but Casa Crew, I believe in you in this episode. But man, I from the premise, it sounds like I'm going to be an emotional wreck when I see this episode. And then we have new haunts. Rania foregoes a family Halloween tradition for a cool party, but learns cool doesn't always mean fun. Now, I'm kind of confused about the plot because when I first read the synopsis for this episode, I thought that Rania was going to a cool party. Like, she was, like, forgetting her family tradition and going to a cool party, but then I'm thinking, or is she throwing a cool party? I'm like confused about the four goes. She says, it says four goes a family tradition for a cool party. So I don't know whether she's going to one or making one. I'm not sure. But we do know that Samir was in the promo for the Halloween episode. So this means that Roddy and City friends are, are, are first appearing in this episode. I mean, they, they could be in another episode, I don't know yet. But I think for now, we know that they're they're actually going to be in this episode. Which is crazy to me. Like, we're actually going to see Roddy and City friends for the first time in the spinoff. And actually be with Roddy and again, after just only being the City Slickers. Now, I don't know if Sid's going to be in this episode. We don't know that yet. But I hope this means that this is the first... Like, if this, if this is the first time that Sid is being Roddy and City friends, I hope this means that they don't retcon it where she actually just knows her city friends already. Like, it's like, uh, hi, Casey, Nikki, and Samir, my good friends that are also Roddy Ann's friends who are also my friend who I happen to be off screen and we actually did not show that at all. She just knows them. <laughs> like, again, like, I really don't want that to be the case. But if they do that, it's like, oh, hey, remember my, hey, you know my city friends, right? Oh, yeah, they're cool with me. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> that's fine. But I would just really like to see if, like, this is the first time, like, maybe Sid is actually meeting Ronnie and city friends and she kind of tells 
her how she met them. Like, maybe you actually get the word, the backstory of how she met them. Or I was thinking when I first saw that clip, that actually that is a flashback that takes place before she meets Sid. And Ronnie and Sidney friends have always been there. Like, they've always kind of just been there. And she met them before, like, in Sidney Slickers. And she's, they've kind of just been... She's been hanging with them. She's not really that close with them and stuff. But then she went trick-or-treating with them at one point in the city. But again, in Friended, she said that they've been there for, like, a couple of months. So I don't really know what the timeline is for that. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, I'm, But again, I am interested in this episode because of what it could do for Rodian's character. Because, again, she's like, okay, I'm not going to do this family Halloween tradition. I think it probably means going trick-or-treating. Um, I'm going to throw this cool party. Like, I'm going to go I either go to a party or throw a cool party. I think it's I think it's going to be where she's throwing a, a party. And I don't know who she's going to invite, whether she's going to invite her family to come or a bunch of random strangers. I would really like to see if she invites just a bunch of random strangers, like a bunch of random kids from the city who she's never met them before from, like, school or something. And she's, like, trying to mingle with all these people, be like, hey, you having fun? You know, like, she's, like, just, ha like, it's basically party down with Lori, where she's trying to make this sophisticated party, whereas Ronnie is trying to make this really cool party with, like, Stuff that she thinks is cool, but a lot of people don't think is cool. Because, like it says, she learns that cool doesn't always mean fun. So, I think she's trying her best to push her interest onto other people. And they're not getting the idea that, hey, we actually don't like skateboarding. Or we don't like pranks, you know? Like, it kind of reminds me of an idea for an episode I had with Lincoln. Where Lincoln comes to the city and he is spending the day with Ronnie in, but she actually wants to do all the things that she wants to do with him, rather than thinking about what he wants to do. So I'm thinking this is kind of what that's going to be, where Ronnie is doing things and throwing this party, thinking that people are going to love the idea she has for this party, but end up not liking him and leave, and she realizes that the only people that really appreciate her interest or anything that she likes to do is her family and the friends that she's made in the past. Now, again, I don't know if Sid's going to appear in this episode. It'd be kind of weird if, like, you know, she's at the party and she's like, you know, Ronnie, as much as I'm your best friend, I'm really not interested in, like, this other stuff, you know? Like, oh! <laughs> I would cry, honestly. Like, you know? Like, Sid, Sid, like, is like, oh, I like to try new things, but maybe maybe we learned that Sid is not really always interested in trying new things, you know? And Ronnie and realizing that, like, oh, man, like, I should not push my interests onto other people that don't really like the certain stuff, and I should have just st stuck with the people that I care about. Again, it's an interesting idea for a character, honestly. Because I would really like to see her interact with more people. Because, again, she has Sid. She made friends with her, like, on the spot. Because Sid is Sid. You know, she's super excitable and stuff. But I'd love to see her interact with people who don't really like her. You know, like, where she has the kind of social anxiety skills again. Like, like how in Pranks for the Memories, where she couldn't have a conversation with Carlota. She kind of just goes up to someone and is like, Hi, what's up? And they finger guns. And they're like... Uh, hi. Yeah, cool party, I guess. It's like, oh, yeah, you have fun! Uh, not really. Uh, uh um, okay. <laughs> like, you know, because I still think Ronnie Ann still has those, those anxiety issues of making friends and stuff, like... I actually did back in Royal Woods before she made friends with Lincoln. So, again, I'm really interested in, interested in this episode and what it can do for her character. But that's just more of a guess on me. I don't know what the episode is going to give. They, were, they didn't really, like, reveal anything. 
The only thing they kind of revealed besides the Samir cameo was Bobby dressed as a vampire with Ronnie Anne. They kept that continuity that they like to dress up in the same, same costumes together like they did when they were little kids. That's so cute. Like, I'm thinking that's going to happen at the end where Ronnie Anne realizes that she wants to spend time with her family with the Halloween tradition and go trick-or-treating with the rest of the guys. And she dresses up as a zombie, not a zombie, a vampire with Bobby. Like, she dresses up as a zombie when she's a little kid. So I really like that. That's really adorable. But I think that Bobby is dressed up as a vampire because Lori dresses up as a vampire for Halloween during Tricked. So I think that's what that reason is going to be for. He's going to be like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm dressed as a vampire because Lori told me to. We're just like a matching couple, even though we're far away. I think that's really cute, honestly. <laughs> you know, I'd love to see a little Lori camera where she's like, oh, Boo Boo Bear, you look so cute in your vampire costume. And they kind of like flirt as vampires, you know, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I, I, I'm really, I, as much as I am going to say, like, with, uh, with croaked, I am excited for it, and I'm going to cry, I think new Hans will be a nice little, like, breather after crying, and then I'll just be like, give me some Roddy and character development, please, you know, give me some character growth, give me something, you know, like, something where I can overanalyze her character, so people will tell me to shut up on Twitter, <laughs> You know, because I'm gonna make like a huge rant on Twitter. And people are gonna be like, "Sunny, just, just stop." You know, you just, just stop. Like, no, especially that's that's the reason why I made this podcast. You know, so I can rant on for five hours about like Ronnie Ant's the best, well-written character in the Loud House universe. But hey, that's just coming from me. So people might say it's not true, but it is true. Well, hey, it's with this podcast, so I can be biased on here. <laughs> anyway, um. So yeah, those were the episodes that were announced with the synopsis, and there were promos that came out for. Some of them. Not for the, um, not for the Loud House ones, although I think there was kind of a tiny bit of Last Loud on Earth in the promos, where Lincoln and Clyde were screaming, but that could be any clicking episode. <laughs> I'm like, that's any clicking episode in that show, them screaming like babies, yeah, that's any clicking episode. So they kind of want to keep those episodes a secret, which I think are good, but we'll probably see more promos for those episodes later on. But for now, we just see a lot of the Casa... Casa G's and the promos because obviously the Casa Grandes are coming out on Monday and they want to hype the new show so obviously they want to show us more with that. And to jump away from the episode descriptions, um, we did get a bunch of promo stuff that came out like I said, we got a bunch of promos for, for King of the Cons and for the Casa Grande episodes. There was also a few little snippets um, in this new uh, promotional video they did for the Casa Grandes called Meet the Fam. Uh, which basically show like a few little promotional um, stuff for the Castagrandes. They show like newer clips in there. Like they showed uh, Carlota trying to do matchmaker with Maria, and I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> like, um, Carlota, excuse me? You, you know that Maria's kind of ish. I don't know if they're still together. Like, what is the status on her and Arthur's relationship? Are they actually together or are they actually split up? I'm very confused on that. I mean, I guess if Carlota's trying to, to pair her up with other people, they are split up. I mean, Ronnie had said so, but like, they have a nice little, like, mutual relationship where I can tell from, like, the whole, like, you know, Arthur was actually a nice father and stuff. He's gonna be in the show, so... I was a little confused by why Carlota wants to pair her up so fast. Like, it may be kind of interesting in, like, if Carlota's gonna do the same thing with Ronnie and trying to set her up with Lincoln, if she if Lincoln comes back to visit and Carlota's like, oh my god, I want to set you two up so cute, you know? <laughs> um, there was also a small little clip where Ronnie and actually um, did a selfie on Maria's phone and she was like, let me change your lock screen to me. It's like, oh, that's so 
precious, you know? Um, and then there was also a scene that kind of maybe questioned something where it was, um, it was Sid talking to Ronnie Ann about, like, how I guess they were trying to choose, like, a, a, an activity to do for a club at school, which, again, I'm so excited to see Ronnie in school. Like, I, I remember, I think it was the interview that Miguel did for one of these podcasts. I forget what the podcast was called. Uh, I'll think of it later. Um, he talked about the school environment that Ronnie is going to be in, and like I said, I'm so excited to see Ronnie in the school environment, because again, we didn't see her much of that in Royal Woods, so to see a city school environment would be very interesting, you know, with that. So, like, I'm wondering if her experience at Royal Woods in school will affect her, her, sta her status in actual, like, city school, but, you know, if, if they're smart about it, they will do that, but I don't really think they're going to. But, uh, again, I'm really curious to see her in school. And with Sid, uh, that scene where Sid is talking to Ronnie about, like, oh, or Ronnie Ann's like, oh, well, we gotta pick an activity we should do together. And Sid's like, oh, yeah, if we don't do that, we won't have enough, we don't have a lot of hangout time. And we don't have a lot of hangout time, it'll be like, we're only hanging out together for, like, 12 hours or something like that. And then maybe question, like... Okay, so Sid wants to hang out with Ronnie and as much as possible. Um, where's that time spent where she can t spend time with her family? <laughs> you know, like Sid, Sid, Ronnie and has a family. <laughs> you know, she she gotta spend time with her fam. You know, and another thing, like it also made me question again if Lincoln comes to visit. And since she's kind of in the back, like, she's spending, like, two hours with, with Lincoln. That's two hours and not enough with me. Why? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that'd be so funny. I mean, obviously, she'll be with, she'll be with Ronnie, and obviously, if she ever meets Lincoln. But I was thinking that if there was an episode where Sid didn't appear with Lincoln, it'd be like, oh, no, two hours without me. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It made me question that, but at the same time, it's more like, okay, they're just, they're just trying to find ways to hang out with each other more because they're best friends, obviously, but... <laughs> And maybe kind of make a headcanon on that where Sid's kind of like a little, uh, a little, uh, I don't know, possessive. Where she's like, oh no, just we gotta spend as much time as possible. You can't spend time with your family, just me, Ronnie, because we're best friends, you know? Like, I don't know. I, again, I'm really curious about that episode. I think that might be the one where they're trying to walk dogs, maybe? I don't know, actually. Um, or it could be from a future episode, I don't know. Because I get there is one where they're building a robot together. I think it's like a breakfast robot, but I don't know what episode that's from. That could be from that episode, but I have no idea. So, you know. Uh, but again, the school environment setting, I'm like so excited to see Ronnie in school. Like, I, that, I've never been more excited for a setting for Ronnie and the be in than school. I don't know why. I'm just like, I'd love to see her just interact with other people. To see if her interactions have to, her, her, her her, her social skills have developed with, you know, with Sid and now her city friends. Now her, her city friends will appear to see their interactions, but that's to see her, like, talk to people, you know, that that's, like, not really her friends and be like, hi, I'm school! <laughs> you know, like, I just, I just want to see her, like, socialize. It'll be kind of fun, you know, to see her, like, actually talk to people for once. Um, but yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Was there any other promotional stuff that came up with, like, videos and stuff or episodes? I don't think so. And so, to talk more about the Grandes. we're mostly going to be talking about a lot of the promotional stuff that's been coming out for the Grandes because there's been a lot. Like, 
I can't even keep up with all this promotional stuff they're doing for the Casa G's. Like, so, like, in New York City, I believe, they actually had a booth for the Casa Grandes where they had a little, like, setup of the bodega where they had, like, all the little characters and, like, cutouts of the characters and you could, like, actually, like, be in the bodega. And I'm just, I'm just like, why can't I be there? Like, come on, guys. Like, why is all this cool stuff happening, like, with the Casa Grandes? everywhere else but where I live, you know? Like, even though I would never be able to get to the thing, if, if, if something had came to where I live, it's like, hey, we're promoting the Casa Grandes in your specific area, I would say absolutely. Like, I'd tell my mom, just drive me there. I don't, don't question it, we're just going. But it has to be everywhere where I'm not near it, and it, just, it stinks. But this was so cool to see that they made this little, um, like, replica of the bodega. And then it actually had Casa Grande buttons at this thing, and I'm like, I think it was at, I think it was at one of the Comic Cons, they had buttons for the Casa Grandes, like, with the Loud House, I'm like, why does nobody tell me about this? Like, I don't think anybody knew, but it, someone had posted on Twitter, like, here's a button for the Casa Grandes, I'm like, why is there, why am I just hearing about this? Like, crazy. I guess I'm gonna have to buy it on Amazon when someone puts it on there, but yeah, like, that, that was pretty cool. Um, there's been a bunch of, like, interviews going out, like, Lalo's did a bunch of interviews for the show about himself. Um, Miguel's did an interview, like I talked about, he did it on a podcast. Um, Isabella and Carlos have been doing a ton of interviews. Like, I remember there is a, well, there's a, an interview out now with them talking about the show, kind of, where the person interviews, interviews them about themselves and they talk about the show, kind of. But it's so crazy to me. And, and then also, there was also another panel that happened, like, today, I believe, where they were talking about the Grandes. And I'm like, there's just so many, so much stuff happening with the Grandes. We're doing interviews, they're doing promos, they're doing panels, they're doing signings. They're doing a signing on Sunday in California for the Grandes. I'm like, well, come on. Why can't it be where I live? I want to meet these guys. I'm so... I'm so happy they're doing all this promotion, but I'm just like, why can't I be there and meet these guys? Like, seriously, like, I'm a big fan of the Casa Grandes, and they're doing absolutely nothing in my area. Like, it's like, we're gonna do it in California, we're gonna do it in New York City. It's like, literally so far away from me that I can't go and do these fun things. Like, I remember, like, telling Lalo I really liked that new uh, poster they did for the Casa Grandes. It was the blue one where they had all the characters. And they even had uh, Arturo, like, up front and center from the last ones. He was in the back, so I was like, oh my gosh, that, that, that looks amazing. Like, and he was telling me, oh, we're gonna have a signing soon. And I'm like, uh, you know I don't live in California. <laughs> it's like, why can't I be where the people are, you know? Like, uh, it's so, it's so sad. But it's also great at the same time that there's just so much promotion for the Casagrandes get, getting out there to promote this amazing show. Like, they're just doing so much. Um, I'm trying to look at my sources here on nickalive.com. I know they did an interview recently, uh, with, uh, with, uh, Mike Ruber and um, Miguel Gonzalez, which is, I believe that he's the art director on the show, and they talked about, you know, basically most of the stuff that we had already know, we, we already know about the show, where it's like, you know, they got the inspiration of doing the spinoff of Ronnie, as you see, was a very interesting character with Bob, and also with Bobby, so, you know, to make the, to make the Casagrandes, um, we talked about how, like, you know, the art direction is very different from The Loud House, but not too different, because obviously, they want to have characters like Lincoln appear in the episodes, which, again, hearing that confirmation that Lincoln's going to be in the Casa Grandes, <laughs> you know, I'm so, 
so excited. Yeah, I'm so, so excited. Um, today, actually, um, somebody, I believe, who works on the Castle Grandes, I don't remember his name. Um, I'm so bad at memory names, but everybody's, it's, Ryan, I know you're out there. You're going to be like, make it, you're going to be messing me, man, say like, you forgot all this stuff. I know. I forget things. I know. I should have a reference up. But this one person who works on the Casa Grandes, he actually posted a drawing he did today talking about how he's worked on the Casa Grandes and the Loud House. So he posted one where it's Ronnie and Lincoln together. Ronnie's kind of like ruffling his, his head. Like I, I actually went to take a nap today after school. Um, and I woke up and I got this notification on my phone and I see this, I saw this picture on my phone. And I just squeezed like a baby. I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. You know, like, oh my God, look at this Lincoln, Ronnie and ah, <laughs> what you little favorite you know? Like my, my little shipper heart is exploded, you know? And it's like, okay, so, um, so if, if somebody on the, on the Casa Grandes is working on the Loud House, is that a confirmation on crossover episodes or are they asking people on the Casa Grandes to go over to the Loud House and work on other things? I'm confused about that. Like, why would they be asking people on the Casa Grandes to work on Loud House stuff? Unless they're from the Loud House, maybe always at the Casa Grandes, but I don't know if this person worked in the Loud House, I'm not sure, but that's a lot of work, you know? They're like, they're doing both shows at the same time. But I'm curious is that that's hinting at the crossover episodes. I'm not sure, because we know there's going to be crossover episodes in season five, or even now, because of course Link is going to appear in the Castle Grandes. But uh, that's just interesting to me, that it's like, oh, he's working on both shows somehow. So I, I, maybe that could be like saying that he's working on one of the episodes that Link appears in the Castle Grandes, I don't know. Uh, but that was more making making a guess. But again, that was just so adorable seeing the little drawing of them. I was thinking about like you know now that the Loud House and the Castle Grandes are combined in premieres, I hope we get to see like some like crossover drawings of like Irani and like back to back. Me like, hey, we're premiering back to back. Literally, they're like back to back. You know that'd be really cute. You know that'd be adorable. Actually, I'm thinking about doing like a promotional drawing for the show when it premieres to do Lincoln and Ronnie and together, kind of like a back-to-back -back sort of thing, you know? Um, and also, uh, to talk about more promotional stuff, um, the weirdest promotional thing that just came out today was that you can text Abuela, Rosa, to your phone, and she'll give you, like, life advice. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Um, so yeah, I had to pull up the, um, the Instagram story where they posted about this. So you could text her at 91757. You text Abuela to this number for the words of wisdom. Um, I'm not sure if it works for every uh, cell provider. It worked for me, which was great. You know, I actually put her in as a contact for me. So every time I get a notification, I know it's from her. I think that's the weirdest promotion I've ever seen for a show, but I think it's honestly kind of neat. Um, I kind of wish it would have been more like if it was all the Castagrande characters, you know, like not just Rosa. Maybe like we would have gotten one from Ronnie Ann saying like, hey, you want to go outside, do some skateboarding, don't trip and fall or something, you know? I don't know. But I think it's kind of neat. I think it's really neat. I don't think I've ever seen something like that for any sort of show doing promotions like hey you can text one of the characters and they'll give you life advice like the one they gave me today um i don't want to i don't want to put my phone too close to the microphone because i'll get static i mean i might hear the static later on but the one i got today i think that's it's the one where everybody i think everybody got the same one which was um fabuloso here's a ditcho just for you 
give a lot, take a little. This rule does not apply to the bathroom. <laughs> I got this, I'm like, oh, uh, uh, Rosa, thank you for the life advice there. Um, but everybody seemed to get the same one. I was kind of hoping that mine would have been, it would have been special enough that everybody got different ones. But I guess, it, I guess everybody's getting the same one, so. But not to the point, I think it's a really neat idea. I know Lalo is doing it too. I know he posted something on Twitter where he's like helping out. Uh, Rosa with the with the life advice text. So I think it's a really neat idea. I'd love to see more of that. They're again, they're gonna do more of those promotional stuff where it's like, hey, you can text the character and they'll like text you back or something. I know a long time ago in another fandom with the Muppets, uh, Miss Piggy actually did something diff something like this uh, a lot during the um, the twenty fifteen show where you could text her on Facebook and you could actually interact with her like. I remember actually talking, having a conversation with Miss Piggy. That was the crazy thing to me. I remember tell, asking her about like, her relationship with Kermit and stuff. And they actually gave you, like, filtered answers. I'd love to just text Ronnie Hand every day. Like, hey, you talked to Lincoln lately? <laughs> Please, give me some updates, you know? Like, just, just tell me something, you know? Like, just give me a filtered answer or whatever. I don't care. Um, I was actually thinking about um, a long time ago, back in 2017, when Lincoln did uh, a Q&A for the Facebook page. I would love it they did one with Ronnie and honestly. If they do that, that'd be great. <laughs> just tell her, I just ask her about Lincoln every five seconds until she tells me to stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that I think is just a wonderful idea for a promotion. I think it's really great. And again, uh, back to the, the promotional stuff. See, I saw the video today of Isabella and Carlos doing their little interview for the Castagrandes, and that was super cute. Like, of course, seeing Carlos do Carlos's voice or even Sergio's voice is just perfection. Like, oh my god, he's great. Like, he really just loves his characters. Like, he, he just goes into character in all the interviews that he's been in, and I think it's wonderful. He did one on his own for another uh, thing, and that was just awesome, seeing him talk about the show. And then, like, just Isabella just doing a little bit of her Ronnie Ann voice was the cutest thing ever. That was so precious. So, I was like, eee, a little squeak. It's like, oh, she's doing her Ronnie Ann voice. Ah, <laughs> you know? So, I thought that was really great. Um, I'm trying to think of what else happened recently. So, yeah, there's that interview, um, no, that article I talked about where we basically know about the show, talking about a lot of things. They basically copy and pasted a lot of the other stuff we knew from the Animation Magazine article. Um, but they talked about how, like, you know, again, they're kind of trying to change up the, the Casagrande's art style. They want to make it more inspired by a Mexican culture, things like that, very different color palette, things like that. But it's not going to be too far off from the main show because, from the, from the, it's not going to be too far off from the Loud House because they want Lincoln to appear in episodes and they, they didn't want him to look any different. They didn't want the show to look different and he's just coming in like, hey, oh, uh, you, nice, you, you changed up the place, huh, Ronnie? <laughs> uh, nice new furniture, you know? <laughs> it's like, the furniture just kind of like a different like line art or something it's like a vector and he's like oh, has this chair always been this 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 wonky <laughs> i don't know i just playing um uh yeah uh trying to think of trying to look at the other stuff oh there's an article where they talked about how they did a behind the scenes at uh, no the ottawa animation festival um i don't think they mentioned anything about it I tried to look up any information they had about this panel because I know they had a bunch of the people who on the crew. 
but nobody uh, either could you know live tweet or anything like that. So I don't think there was any information about that that we don't know. But we really would like to hear something about it since obviously I can't go. Um, <laughs> one more thing is again, there's a bunch of promos out there for the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. Um, they basically been showing the same like clips from all the promos, but there's been a bunch of fewer cl uh, like newer clips here and there. One more thing. Um, there was a newer promo that came out where Roddy and Sid were cooking, and Roddy and had a cute little chef hat and apron on. It was so adorable. And there was one part where Roddy and had like food stuff to her face. She was like, "I'm coming" or something. That was adorable. But should I be worried about Bobby? <laughs> it seems like in every promo I've seen of him, like there was the one where he has the splitter in his finger, which is a nice little callback to Shell Shock. Or even like there was a part where Carlos is telling. Maria, he has the caboose on his caboose, and, like, Bobby's just laying on the floor. And then there's one promo where, uh, Rodian tells Maria that Bobby can chop the onions, and he's, like, crying his eyes out. I'm just like, should we be worried about Bobby? Is he doing alright? <laughs> Aren't those long-distance calls from Lori Roy getting to him? Is he alright? Should I be concerned? Casa crew? Is Bobby okay? <laughs> I remember Alex who voices uh, uh Alex who voices Carl on the show like um she tweeted uh my my picture I posted the Bobby just lay on the floor and she's like oh um uh Bobby's been through a lot and I, I asked like oh can we end his suffering and they posted a gif of like this guy being thrown in a dumpster <laughs> and I couldn't stop laughing my god <laughs> and I was like oh that's such a Carl thing to do honestly that was great um and, uh, I'm trying to think of, there's one more thing I wanted to mention, um, Darren actually posted the storyboards from the, uh, promo, um, clips we had seen from King of the Con. So we know that he is working on the special, and somebody else is, I actually don't remember. But I did comment on his board saying I'm really excited for the special, and it's really nice to see his, um, his work, because I really do like his work on the, on the Loud House. Um... And of course, for what we know for King of the Cons, it is the last whammy collab. Like, it's the last one that they're working on, the last, last episode they've worked on together, which is kind of sad. Because, like, you think about the Loud House, and they, they wrote a lot of episodes together. So the fact that they're actually, like, this is the last episode they ever did together is, is crazy to me. You know, that that's crazy. But, <laughs> you know, all good things must come to an end, but that's just crazy to me. So to wrap this whole thing up, just remember that The Loud House and The Casa Grandes are premiering on Monday, October 14th, which they're both going to be back-to-back. -back. And The Loud House, of course, is having their King of the Con special, and The Casa Grandes are premiering the first episode, Going Overboard, and, of course, the second episode, Walk the Run, which is the late, which is the, um, the Sid and Ronnie and episode with the walking dogs. And um, to make a little announcement before I plug in my social media, I wanted to promote the, uh, the thing I'm actually, I wanted to promote the thing I'm doing on October 13th. So October 13th at 8 o'clock, I'm absolutely going to be joining the Loud House fan page with my good friend Wyoming Parmesan, aka Nat, and one of my other good friends, Serene, who does the Casa Grande Chill Sessions podcast. And we're going to be on the fan page's live stream talking about all things Casa Grande's. And I'm really, really excited about doing that because I was on the live stream a couple 
couple of months ago, uh, talking about some things and stuff, and uh, I'm really, really excited about this because, you know, when I first heard they were doing a Casa Grande live stream to hype up the Casa Grande premiere, I kind of joked by saying, oh, can I invite myself on, <laughs> you know? But no, no, they came to me and said, hey, you want to do this with these two other guys? and uh, You want to do this with Nat and Serena? I said, absolutely, I would love to do it. So, um, so again, don't forget that we're doing that live stream at on Sunday, October 13th at 8 o'clock, and that'll be like a fun time talking all about Casa Grandes and whatnot, because I love them Casa G's, I can't wait to talk about the Casa Grandes, I'm so excited, I mean, reason why I made this podcast, but hey, it's always fun to go on some other person's thing and talk about some Casa G's. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear me rant about Rania for five hours, um, and bore everybody to death, please tune into that live stream. Don't, and don't forget, the Loud House and the Casa Grandes are premiering on October 14th at 1.30. The King of the Cons is premiering at 1 o'clock, and then the Casa Grandes official premiere is at 1.30. So they'll be back to back. And then we're actually going to be back to talk about the Casa Grandes and the Loud House on October 19th, when they officially premiere on Saturdays at 11 and 11.30. So, of course, the Going Overboard episode is going to premiere on Monday, which we have all have already seen. And I did talk about with Ryan for a bit, but because we had a time constraint with him on my part and his part, I'm actually going to try to get into more detail with that. But also we have the Walk Don't Run episode. But I am going to try to get a very special guest to come on for that episode to talk about that episode with me, which I had asked them a while back to do, but I'm hoping that actually we'll be able to get them on the podcast to talk about that. And then, of course, I'll be back on October 19th to talk about the new episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grandes. I will actually review King of the Cons, but I won't go into too much detail because, again, it is a Loud House episode. This, this podcast is mainly focused on The Casa Grandes, but I do actually do like to talk about The Loud House too. So I'd actually would like to talk about King of the Cons with this person as well as the Casa Grandes. But then October 19th, I will also talk about the Loud House, but not too much in the detail. And then the new episode of the Casa Grandes, I will be back for those. So that is the future plans moving forward. So this was kind of a short episode, mainly to focus on all of the news and all the promotion for the Loud House and the Casa Grandes. So if you have any questions for me about the podcast or want to discuss anything about the podcast, you can contact me over Twitter at Eclipse or at the the podcast is Twitter, Casa Grande Chats, and we'll see you next time on Casa Grande Chats.